For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Practic. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Welcome back in hour number two of the program here on Monday morning. It's wet. It's rainy. It's uh, it's a little chilly. It's around 60 degrees, probably up to about 65 by now. And uh, it's it's gross out there. I was uh, I was getting dressed this morning, got all dressed up in the clothes that I'm going to wear because I have to go to a funeral right from the show. And so I, you know, put on my dress pants and my shirt, my tie, my shoes, heard the rain coming down and said, well, uh, all that's going in the bag because I don't have an umbrella. I don't have a jacket to wear. I do have my nice Indiana Jones hat that uh, that keeps the, the rain off the top of my head. But I was like, I don't want to get soaked in those clothes. So threw on some other clothes real quick and said, I guess, uh, guess I'm going to run over to Walmart after the show and buy an umbrella first before I get changed. But uh, yeah, be aware of that. It's actually coming down pretty well, pretty good right now. So if you got to take the kids out to the bus stop, make sure you uh, bring your umbrella or bring them in the car. Maybe you drive them to school. I don't know. I'm kind of anti-driving kids to school if there's a bus. But I also understand that, hey, Kids can have problems on the buses, and you don't always want to have to stick them on the bus. But I'm 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 more of a take the bus to school kind of person. But also, I used to have to get a sticker when I got on the bus in order to get myself on in order to get me on the bus when I was in first grade. In order to get me to go to school because I did not want to go to school, they came up with this thing where I got half a sticker if I got on the bus, and if I got to school without crying or making a big deal out of it. They gave me the other half of the sticker, and that was the, the plan they put into place. And it, it worked because it got me to start going to school, and then, you know, I loved going to school after that. Once I kind of got used to it, I was like, oh, I'd much rather be at school than have to stay at home and watch Days of Our Lives. No, school's way better. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You were on WBSM. Good morning. <coughs> Sorry about that. Good morning. Oh, good morning. How are you feeling? You feeling better? I'm feeling much better. Oh, good. Uh, 
reason I was calling, well, first of all, let's congratulate you on your weight loss. That's tremendous. Thank you. I'm I'm a kind of jealous. Uh, but the other question, I frequently go down one forty to onto twenty four, and it's obvious Cotty pulled out. They must have uh, uh, had more serious financial situations than we expected. But does anybody know what are they doing as far as completing? That it doesn't seem like anyone else is picking up to fix that one body twenty four connector. I mean, I was down through that way, um, well, multiple times last weekend, and and then the weekend before that, and it seemed like from one weekend to the other um, that there had been some progress. So is nobody nobody's picked up the work? No, you know, one day all of a sudden we realized. All the heavy equipment pulled out. And you don't see any heavy equipment there. You don't see any workers uh, for now weeks, for multiple weeks. I can tell I you remember. that I, I, somebody went down and moved some cones. I know that much. But that could have just been any mass DOT employee. Right. I mean, but actual working, even the, even the cones I didn't notice. Uh, but I was just for curiosity if, if, the, if anybody had heard of plans to continue it. We have another contractor, or is it just in limbo for a while? I mean, I can try reaching out to to the Mass Department of Transportation and see if they can give us an update on that. We do get a we do get a lot of um, updates when road work is supposed to you know happen when they're expecting it to begin. They usually put out press releases, and I haven't seen anything about about that area. So uh, I'll have to reach out to them and see if uh, if they can give us some information. Mm. And the only reason why I'm saying Cotty's with the company there is because the dividers have their name all over it. Uh, so the dividers are still there, but no, no equipment. And, well, I thank you. That mm. was the purpose I had. Hope that maybe somebody knew what was going on. Maybe they will. We'll uh, see if we get any calls. Thank you. Thank Have you. a great day. Take it easy. And uh, 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. What's shaking, my boy? Hey, Lamone. How you doing? Uh, I'm, I'm still kind of tired from the weekend. So, um, I, since, since you've lost so much, did you see my, uh, I went to your Facebook, and there's a couple of messages on there. I missed you when we were doing the live thing on Friday. So, but I, uh, I was going to tell you that, like, you have lost so much weight. So you look like your name is Tiny Tim. <laughs> well, I mean, unfortunately, people have called me that my whole life, but that's because I'm short. Uh, the well, yeah, that that live video I did was just I was stuck in traffic, and so I was just kind of talking about the place I just went to. You didn't, you didn't miss anything, anything major. Yeah, I thought you would say, "Oh, spooky South South Coast tomorrow night." No, the, the, the spooky crew wasn't available. I forgot that that was the weekend that Stephanie had her um, her uh, event at the Oliver Estate. I thought it was this weekend. I had my dates screwed up. Okay, so it's going to be this weekend then, or you got uh, other plans? I, no, I don't know because I have to. I have to get up very early the next day and walk in a five k. Oh, that's so. I don't oh, think I can be out that late. Trying to raise raise some money, raise some funds. Well, you know that. Uh, uh, you remember I told you back back beginning of the. Back, back when they first, when you Las Vegas getting the uh, Raiders coming here, I said, watch, 2024, they're going to be having the Super Bowl here. And I was right about that. I won money 
on that already, and so they're going to have Usher do the New Year's Eve show. All right. What What are your thoughts on that? What are your thoughts on Usher doing the halftime show? I, well, uh, it could be worse. It could be worse. They could, they could have uh, they could have had somebody like that, maybe too old to do it, like maybe Wayne Newton. I'm not throwing Wayne Newton under the bus. You know, <laughs> I don't think Wayne Newton, I don't think he's a viable option for the halftime show anymore. Well, he's Mr. Las Vegas still, you know. Right, you know and, that, and, uh, and maybe he'll be involved somehow. I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't come out and do something with Usher. I would think so, too. Yeah, I can see them both uh, dancing together, you know, yeah, like, it, but it's, what I'm thinking would be good. You know, like I told you, you know uh, who uh, who uh, Wayne Newton's great, 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 great grand aunt is? Uh, no, I don't think so. Pocahontas, real Pocahontas. Oh, wow. And so... And so they were trying to get, get her repatriated back to the United States. But, you know, she died over there. And um, when they took and changed her name, they gave her a good Christian name of Rebecca. And so they you know, they wanted to have her pagan name, Pocahontas. And it's like, you know, so they gave her that name and she died from the smallpox. And so they, they're trying to get her body brought back here to the States. And so she'd be repatriated, but they, they won't let her be, let them do it. That's kind of sad. Um, but uh, this weekend, I'm going to see uh, uh, more stand more the time again. More stand the time, and he's got this is he's retiring. More days retiring uh, from touring and stuff like that. Oh no! And also, we're, we're going to have the Fugees back together in Lauren Hill before the end of the year. Oh wow! I didn't know that they were reuniting. That's amazing. Exactly. That's going. Wouldn't that be good? See them again? You know. Right. Know, I thought uh, she was. I thought she time, was pretty much retired. Well, you know, I guess living with uh, living with um, with uh, Bob Marley's son, Ziggy, you know, being married to them, being married to him for years, mm-hmm. and that that's where she's been at all the time, right? Raising so her family, like and yeah. She's got a, she's got a bunch of kids. I don't know how many of the bunch, you know, but I'm sure it's enough to be on a banana thing from bananas, you know. Like that's a bunch, okay? Yeah, so that's kind of good. So, are you planning on coming the thing? Uh, no plans right now. I've got a. I'm heading to Detroit in November, and then that'll probably be all my travel for this year, at least. Oh, you such a feather! You said I'll be out there. I promise. I got there. I don't. I, I don't think there. I can. I don't think I can pull it off. Hey, did you hear the new U2 song? It's about Las Vegas. It's called Atomic City. Oh no! I heard part of it. But I didn't get to hear the whole thing because the music started. I was listening on the earbuds, and I never went back to listen to it. I believe it's get. Wow. I believe it gets released officially on Friday. So. Well, that's that's where they're going to be coming here on the second uh, to do the thing. Yeah, open up the, right there. That's going to be nice. If if I go in and see the show the first night, if I need to probably try to get in touch with them before I do that, so I get my ticket. You know, if I if I'm if I'm get some good tickets, you know. Well, you all you out. keep me updated on that. I'm gonna I'm just gonna hold you there, Lamont, because I got some other callers here. But okay, there's something else I was going to tell you, but I totally forgot. Oh hell, hell. That's all right. Okay, you can remember everybody. it for tomorrow. Yeah, all right. Well, if I remember, all right. Good luck, that. All right. All right. So I'd like to say good good morning to everybody and have a great week up there, and on that the, the east coast of the states. And um, may the good Lord smile upon you. Have a warm day today. Thank you, Lamone. You as all well. Right. Take it easy. Play on, Playboy. You as well. That is Lamone in Las Vegas. Uh, let's go to the next call here. Good morning. You are next on WBSM. Hey Tim, I know I'm not. I'm, not, I'm only supposed to call on once, but I um. I got an update for that guy that was wondering about that 140. Sure, day. yeah, absolutely. Um, it's it, keep an eye out October first. That's what I hear. We 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 work with a we work with the company that took it over. 
Okay, so they uh, they won the contract, and and it's been it's been in, it's been in negotiations for like the last few months, and um, they just got word that they won it, so it's um it's gonna be it's gonna be kicking off probably beginning of October. And then they probably won't have it completed by the end of the roadwork season. Oh, God, no. no, there's a lot. Oh, they no, said no, it was going to be a two-year project, didn't they? And now yeah, probably it, longer because well, of the delay. Well, well, they, they originally was a uh, six-year project when it first started. Six to seven-year project, and then. But that's for the entire now, stretch, right? Right. That's for the whole the whole entire stretch. But it's um, I think the 140 exit is going to be about two years. Yeah. Well, they get it. they get, and they gotta go back, and they gotta. I don't want to get into too much detail because I don't really know. I don't want to feed out information that I don't. I don't know. But sure. From what I'm hearing, uh, from what I'm hearing, they have to go through and comb over everything that Cotty did. Um, Cotty went completely up, uh, belly up too. By the way, they they went completely bankrupt. So you you probably utilize that on ramp and off ramp quite a bit. I mean, that on ramp from from 140 on to 24 is um, it it's dangerous. I mean, I, I, oh, yeah. I, I, I feel like it's not, you don't have a great vantage point to be able to see the cars coming at you, and the cars that are coming at you don't really care that you're, you're entering onto the road there. Well, they don't call 24 the highway to hell for no reason. Right. I mean, you, you see the, you but, the amount of accidents that happen right at that exit. Every, I mean, every day. Every day there's an accident there. You, you, know you, I mean? you think they would have planned that a little better considering it's a, you know, it's a temporary solution. You yeah. think they would have. No, I know. Oh, and I drive a truck too, so when I'm coming onto that highway, you know what I mean. Like I scare the crap out of people yeah. driving on that highway because they're like, "Holy crap, this guy's coming in my lane!" But I'm really not. Right, it's three. <laughs> it's you know three I mean? lanes, but people don't realize that it's three lanes. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's it's nuts, man. I mean, yeah, a lot of people will come out right on that highway, and instead of just staying on that lane, in that lane right there, you know, they'll just come right out into the other two lanes that are, are um, yeah, that are being, you know, they they don't realize that that lane. Travels for like about a, a good half a mile. Yeah, you've got time. You've got plenty yeah. of time. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But I just got to call and let that guy know. Much appreciated. Thank you. All right, Chip. All right, 508-996-0500 if you want to call in and chime in. And if you're, if you're not sure what we're talking about, um, where Route 140 has the on-ramp and the off-ramp for Route 24, they're redoing all of that. Now, that whole stretch of, of 24 is supposed to get upgraded. And the the problem is the the at least what I was talking about is when you're coming off of 140, like if you're coming from New Bedford heading toward Boston and you're coming down 140 and you get on 24, when you enter onto the highway, there's a little bit of a blind spot for you on the left-hand side to see what cars are coming. At least, you know, in my Mazda, it's a problem. I'm sure in, in John's truck, he's probably got a better vantage point, but... You know, in my car, I have a little bit of trouble, but it it is a three-lane road at that point when you make the turn onto the on-ramp. You have a lane that's supposed to be exclusively for you and for the cars entering on for, like John said, about a half a mile or so. So you've got time to go down that road and then have time to check your mirrors and then merge into the other two lanes before that lane disappears. But he's right. Unfortunately, everybody just gets in that lane and immediately tries to get over into one of those other two lanes and usually ends up cutting off another car. And I've seen it. I've been in behind cars that have done it. Now, when you, the other problem is if you don't get over, I don't think there's enough signage to let people know that that, that lane is going to end. 
You're just kind of driving down. You're like, oh, oh, wait a minute. I better get over. And then people panic a little bit. So it's not a great setup. And I don't know. I mean, it's been like that for, I want to say, at least a year. Maybe a little more. Because I want to say that I go down that way quite a bit. And I want to say, because I've got family that lives down that way, so I utilize that road. And I want to say that there was, in August of last year, when I went out to the Conjuring house, that it was like that. Certainly it was like that in November of last year when I was going to the Ocean State Paracon last year when I was in the casino. So it's been quite a while that it's been like that already. And we've got a significant amount of time still where it's going to be like that. So I'm hoping that the final design is a much better one than that, but we don't know because they're still in the process of putting everything together there. 508-996-0500. If you want to call in and chime in, you can also send app chat messages via the WBSM app. You can also send open line voicemails via the WBSM app and we'll preview them and play them here. But uh, do you want to win some cash? Because it's your chance to win up to $30,000 with WBSM, but it's not our money. We're getting some help from, well, a certain billionaire, a guy that some of the WBSM audience loves and some of them can't stand, but everyone would happily take some of his money. Listen each day to WBSM, WBSM.com, and the WBSM app for the special codes each hour to try to win Trump's money. Then enter each code on WBSM.com or on the WBSM app, and you'll be entered for a chance to win cash. His cash. It's win Trump's money with WBSM. And in the words of the man himself, this contest is huge. It's it's a bigly contest. It's a very bigly contest. So uh, if you're not playing already, don't worry. You didn't have to get all of the ones last week. You can start today. You can start right away. They've already selected all the winners for the $100 prizes for last last week's codes. And everybody that enters every time, that's an entry for the grand prize. So you're going to be able to build up your opportunities to try to win $30,000 just by playing along. You're already listening to WBSM. Why not play along? And your first code is coming up in about an hour. And uh, you want to make sure that when you hear that, you enter it at WBSM.com or on the WBSM app on the Win Trump's Money Contest page. Don't send it via app chat. As I've said before, that app chat goes to me and I can't help you. You need to put it into the contest entry page and that will get you entered for a chance to win Trump's money. And if you run into any trouble, you can always email me, Tim at WBSM.com or shoot me an app chat message and I will walk you through it. All right, why don't we take a break here? When we come back on the other side, we will talk more with you, 508-996-0500. And uh, we are going to also be joined by Jack Spillane in the 8 o'clock hour to turn on the light. And uh, next week, by the way, I have something I've got to do on Monday. I'll be here, but I've got something that I have to do here. So Jack Spillane is going to be filling in with in for me. I might pop in with him a little bit uh, on Monday morning, but uh, Jack will be here with you next Monday uh, in the host capacity. And I know he's looking forward to taking your calls and speaking with you. I will tell you, Jack loves interacting with all of you, whether it be during the turning on the light segment or when he's filling in. So uh, it'll be a great show. And as I said, you know, I'll, I'll be here. So I might pop in and, you know, interact with him a little bit. Maybe, uh, you know, just uh, come on in and say whatever I've got to say. 
and, and then let him get back to hosting the show. But um, I want to thank him for stepping in when we need him to. He does a fantastic job, and I know you all enjoy listening to him as well. Right now, though, I've got to take a break. We'll be back in a few moments. Though you've played at love and lost And sorrows turned your heart to frost I will melt your heart again Remember the feeling as a child When you woke up and morning smiled This time you felt like you did then There's just no percentage in remembering the past It's time you learned to live again at last Come with me, leave yesterday behind And take a giant step outside your mind so the show may be breakfast for your mind, but we also want you to take a giant step outside your mind. It's a great song by the Monkees. And I don't know if you're a Monkees fan. I think most of you know by now that I am. Huge fan. And if you if you missed the news and everything that happened, but Jan Wenner, the publisher of Rolling Stone, because of some controversy, some controversial comments that he made, he had to step down from the Hall of Fame committee. Now, what that means is Jan Wenner is no longer, because I it was a committee, but really Jan Wenner was the one making all the decisions about who went into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, who who got nominated, and then they let the people vote on who, who they want to see get entered in. And Jan Wenner was not shy about saying that he thought that the Monkees did not de- deserve to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because they're a, a manufactured band. But... Many bands are manufactured bands. Boston is a manufactured band. Bon Jovi is a manufactured band. And I, I don't mean that in, an, in a negative way. It was a band that came together because John Bon Jovi put together a, a demo and everybody was so impressed they had to put together a band to go out there and support that. Every, everybody who they take an artist and they say, we need to put this person into a band or have them, it's all prefabricated. What did the monkeys do differently than than say the four tops? Four tops didn't play their own instruments and they're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I think they are. Yeah, pretty sure. So anyway, like so that's why that argument never held any water with me. So I'm glad that uh Jan's out of the way and maybe the monkeys can get their rightful place before Mickey's no longer with us. He's the only one left. And uh, Dolan Sings R.E.M. is uh, coming out soon, and you can hear his version of Shiny Happy People uh, on YouTube. All right. Well, anyway, enough with me. You want to get to the news? It is time to get to the news with Phil Devitt in the WBSM Newsroom. Good morning. The Writers Guild of America has reached a tentative agreement with Hollywood's top studios to end the ongoing writer's strike. On Sunday night, the Guild released a statement saying the deal was made possible by the solidarity of members and support of union siblings. This tentative agreement doesn't guarantee an end to the strike. Union members who've been striking for more than 140 days still need to formally vote to end the walkout, and actors will continue their strike until the SAG-AFTRA union also reaches a deal with the studios. President Biden is set to join the United Auto Workers picket line this week. He'll travel to Michigan Tuesday 
to stand in solidarity with the men and women of UAW as they fight for a fair share of the value they helped create, he said in a statement. It comes as the union recently expanded its strike to 20 states after no substantial progress was made with the big three automakers on a new contract. UAW workers say they want a 40% pay increase, cost of living adjustments, and pensions for all workers. The first asteroid sample collected in space by NASA is now back on Earth. A capsule containing a small amount of soil from the asteroid Bennu safely parachuted into the Utah desert Sunday following a seven-year unmanned mission to the outer reaches of the solar system. NASA says the goal is to help scientists understand how planets formed and how life began and improve our understanding of asteroids that could impact Earth. American support for Ukraine and its war with Russia seems largely split along party lines. A new ABC News Washington Post survey released Sunday finds 41 percent think the U.S. is doing too much to support Ukraine. That's up from 33 percent in February. Half said the U.S. is helping the right amount or not enough. Broken down by party affiliation, 58 percent of Republicans think the U.S. is doing too much compared with 22 percent of Democrats. And two tickets for seats at the theater where Abraham Lincoln was assassinated have sold at auction. Originally 75 cents apiece, the tickets were for the play Our American Cousin. That was April 14, 1865, the same night Lincoln was shot and killed. The tickets were auctioned off over the weekend in Boston, selling for over $262,000. In sports, the New England Patriots have picked up their first win of the season while continuing their domination over the New York Jets. Pats made it 15 straight wins over the Jets on Sunday, and 15-10 to 10 was the final score. Patriots are staying on the road to play the Cowboys in Week 4. And the Boston Red Sox lost to the Chicago White Sox on Sunday 3-2. to 2. They host the Tampa Bay Rays Tuesday night. Now we'll check your forecast with ABC6. We're going to be looking at a rather dreary day today. Periodic showers and drizzle all day long and a little bit of a gusty northeasterly wind 10 to 20 miles per hour and could have some few gusts getting up to near 30 miles per hour. Look for high temperatures to be struggling to reach right around 60 degrees. It'll stay cloudy and breezy overnight tonight. Still a shower or some spotty drizzle in the area. Lows in the mid 50s for tomorrow look for a good deal of clouds, but we should have some sunshine breaking through at times. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Bill Guile on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. It's 62 degrees and some light rain falling here on the south coast. Time now, 734. I'm Phil Devitt for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. It's okay if you listen in the shower. <laughs> Just keep it to yourself and don't make it weird. Back to the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM.
So that's Coven with a great song, One Tin Soldier. Of course, that's from the movie Billy Jack. If you've never, it was Phil, have you seen Billy Jack? You seem to be enjoying that song. I was grooving away over here, but I can't say I've seen the movie. Oh, you've got to see Billy Jack. Okay. So it is, it is ridiculous, but it's, it's one of those movies that's so bad that it's good. And the guy who played Billy Jack, his name was Tom, uh, I'll think of it, but he, he, Played this character over four different movies over over a decade. And it started off, he was like a minor character in like a biker exploitation film in the 60s. Mm-hmm. But then when Billy Jack came out, this was a movie that was about this character. He was half Native American and he lived out on the land and some developers came in and tried to like, you know, take away the land. And it was a very pro-environmental movie for the early 1970s. I think it was 71 and he, maybe 73. And he... um He basically, because he also knows martial arts, he takes on everybody himself and just whoops everybody's butt. In fact, it has a a very famous line where he says, uh, I'm going to take this right foot and I'm going to whop you on the left side of your face and there's not a damn thing you can do about it. And then he proceeds (laughs) to do it. It's it's badass, but it's also like ridiculous. The specificity of that is amazing. Yes. So you've got to see it just for... And then there's the return of Billy Jack and then Billy Jack goes to Washington. So it's... um, it's a good way to lose a rainy afternoon going down that rabbit hole. But anyway, that song was on the soundtrack, and it was by the band Coven, but it wasn't really by the band Coven. The lead singer of Coven, Jinx Dawson, sang the song. But what's interesting is you would think with a name like Coven, they wouldn't be making shiny, happy pop music. And that was the truth. Their first album, uh, which came out in 1969, I believe, 71, by the way, was uh, Billy Jack. Uh, let me see, 1969, their first album came out. It's called Witchcraft Destroys Minds and Reaps Souls. And it's very much a satanic rock album. Wow. And uh, and the second side of the album has a 14-minute actual satanic mass. Oh, cool. So I think on Halloween, we'll probably just play that, you know, in its entirety. On repeat. Yeah, I think yeah. I think people will enjoy hearing that. I'm kidding, folks. Don't don't write letters. But yeah, so that's that's their first album, and it was very and they didn't last very long. But now there's a new version of Coven that's out with Jinx. She's in her 70s, probably maybe maybe even 80, and she still rocks. She's awesome. They're actually, she's actually coming to Boston very soon, so I might try to sneak out and see that show. I love it. I got to listen to the rest of that song now. It's telling a good story. You the, know? the song love is it. a great song. And it, it's, it fits in perfectly in the movie. So I think, I think you should listen to the song. I think you should watch the movie. Billy Jack. Cool. I Will think. Do. Then next thing you know, I'm going to see you come in here with like a black shirt on and the Billy Jack hat. And I'm just going to know not to mess with you at that point. That's right. Because you'll take that right foot and you'll whap me up on this side of my mm-hmm. face and there won't be a damn thing I can do about it. Yeah, we'll put the video up online for folks. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You dress up as Billy Jack, I'll let you kick me in the face for a good social media video. Great. All right, there we go. It's decided. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Yeah, how you doing? How you doing? Good. You know, you're talking about manufactured bands. Yes. It's, it's funny. Years ago, I picked up a book. I think it was the Yard Sale. And it was about Tommy James and the Shondells. Oh, yeah. Was it his, his autobiography? I think so, because I was fascinated by the fact that, you know, he'd put this band together for quite a few years. And, and then all of a sudden, you know, they caught on to him. And then they told him, like, you're going to get signed to a contract, but they're not. 
And it was, like, amazing. Like, he had to go back and tell them, like, I'm going forward, but you're not going. Well, you you, you know about his record company, right? Well, wasn't there a mob involved? He was owned by the mob, yeah. yeah basically, Tom, basically, Tommy James was under contract to the mob. Not that kind it, of contract, but a okay, music that's contract. that's what I thought. It's been a while since I read it. But it was one of those crazy things. I was at the yard sale, and I saw this book, and I probably would have never got it anywhere else. And it was fascinating, absolutely fascinating, how that band came up. You know, and then he had to get rid of his own band. Great, crazy story. But there, you could probably do a whole program on this stuff. <laughs> so I'll, I'll be honest with you. I know somebody who does PR for Tommy James, and I've been trying for years to get him to come on the radio because I don't know. I'm a big fan of the Gilbert Gottfried podcast. When when Gilbert was still alive, he had the amazing Colossal podcast, and yep. the interviews on that were incredible. I mean, it's very funny, but it was also very insightful. And the Tommy James episode is one of my favorites because he he tells stories about you know watching them do mob business while he was in the in the record company offices and also it's worth it because at the end you get to hear tommy james and gilbert godfrey sing i think we're alone now together so yeah and he was really good i think he was really underestimated i you know i like mm-hmm. a lot of the tunes that he put out he's still anyway, out there too still out there playing it's funny how you just stumble across stuff like this and that comes back to you anyway yeah you could, you could do a whole show on this stuff absolutely and i'd love to all right all right you have a good day have a good day bye tim and uh, 508-996-0500. And yeah, the Monkees, you know, are a manufactured band, but so are a lot of musical acts. And and the Monkees, at one point, outsold the Beatles. That's not an exaggeration. Now, the numbers that they put out there were an exaggeration, but the Monkees did outsell the Beatles. They were hugely popular in the brief couple of years that they were on television. And their songs were written by some of the greatest songwriters of our time. Neil Diamond, Carol King, uh, Glenn Campbell, like these these folks were writing songs for the for the Boys and Heart. The songs were huge smash hits. They deserve to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. You're next on WBSM. His name is Tom Laughlin, the actor. Yes, Tom Laughlin. Thank you, Lamone. Did you did did you have a chance to to know him? I know he passed away a few years ago. Yeah, he did not that long ago. It was like maybe uh, 2019. I'm thinking or 2020. It wasn't that long ago he died. Yeah, um, yeah, I did. I you know he was a Native American, also part of that. So, and I met him. I met him at a, at a at a smoke uh, at a at a smokehouse. You know how they have the you know everybody goes in there and you know where that guy died with Oprah. With Oprah doing down to the smokehouse. Oh, know, yeah, yeah. Sweat lodge, sweat lodge. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I said, I said, I've, been, I've been dealing with this weekend. Well, so, you know, keeping that weather. Yeah, but yeah, that's crazy. Um, you know, what I'd like to, I'd like to give you, tell you about a, a song that was totally ripped off. And, and we've been, uh, most of the very, people that are, that are listening like the song. Very quickly, and only it, because I can't let you have I, two calls I, in a day. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm I, like I said, um, the, the group was called Australian Crawl. In 1981, they, they you listen to this on your next break. They took in a, had a, a song called Unpublished Critic. And if you listen to that song, you'll see that. I, I want to tell you who it is, who they ripped it off. But if you don't listen to it, you'll know from right off of Jump Street. And I asked, um, I asked uh, uh, Slash this, ooh, this, this summer. Uh, when did he hear that? You hear that song? He said he heard it in 1984. That's where that, that song from Sweet Child of Mine. That's my favorite song by them. Sweet Child of Mine. <laughs> 
that's you listen to that song, you're like, oh, that is totally the off. Could you do that and listen in between and then maybe come back and play, play the Australian song, Unpublished Critic? Sure, I got to take a break yeah. anyway, so we'll we'll play that when we come back. All right, thanks, Playboy. All right, have take a good one. Later. And uh, 508-996-0500. We'll take more of your calls coming up. But right now, I do have to take a break. We'll be back in a few moments. Um. It is very similar to Sweet Child of Mine. That's Australian Crawl's Unpublished Critics. And uh, it does it does sound very similar. Uh, we got an app chat message from Herb who says, Morning, Tim, once you enter the code for Win Trump's money, do you hit go on your keyboard or do you hit I'm done? I would recommend hitting the I'm done box in the middle of the box that you're entering the code in. That's the best way to do it. Uh, done will just clear out your keyboard. And I think if you hit done, you would still have to go... I mean, um, go on your keyboard, rather. I think we'll just clear out your keyboard, and then you'd still have to hit I'm done. So if you just hit I'm done in the box, that should send it off. That's the best way to do it. And again, your first code is coming up not that far from now. I'd say uh, within the next uh, next, uh, 40 minutes or so, maybe 30 minutes or so. So you'll be able to... uh, You'll be able to uh, enter those in all day long. Sorry, I got distracted a little bit by Australian Crawl there for a second. I want to listen to that song in its entirety. It seems like a pretty good kind of jaunty song. It also seems like a weird song that Guns N' Roses would be influenced by, whether consciously or subconsciously. But hey, they had wide-ranging musical tastes. I think that you will also find... That uh, a lot of music kind of does beget other. Music, whether you mean for it to or not, you know, like sometimes you have that that little bit of influence. I've, I've told the story before about the... Uh, why am I blanking on it? Uh, the Rolling Stones. Has anybody seen my baby? And about how, you know, the Rolling Stones, their music publisher, sued uh, Bittersweet Symphony. Was that the Verve? Sometimes I get the Verve and the Verve pipe confused. They sued the Verve 
for taking, and like they outright took, sampled the last time from the orchestral Rolling Stones and use that in Bittersweet Symphony. So that was done, that was sampled without their permission. So that's, they ended up taking the, the, the royalties from that song and then eventually they, they decided that they were done with that and they let the Verve have the rest of the money. But then also the Rolling Stones a few years later recorded, has anybody seen my baby? And somebody pointed out, gee, the way you sing the chorus sounds a lot like the way that Katie Lang sings the chorus for Constant Craving. And Mick Jagger said, oh, I'm not sure that that wasn't really where I came up with that from. So eh, let's just put her on the song anyway as a songwriter. And so she makes money off that song for no reason. I don't think it was a huge hit. It's one of my favorite Stone songs of the 90s. The Voodoo Lounge album and the Bridges to Babylon album, two of my favorite Rolling Stones albums. I know. I know. I'm, I'm odd. I'm, I'm out there. The, the new stuff sounds pretty good, too. Lamone got to hear it when he was uh, trapped in Lady Gaga's hotel room last week. So, I mean, if you're going to be trapped in Lady Gaga's hotel room, you might as well get to listen to the new Rolling Stones. All right. Why don't I take my final break of this hour? We'll be back in a few moments. <laughs> close to constant craving. Uh, but anyway, that's uh, Anybody Seen My Baby from the very underappreciated Bridges to Babylon album. Uh, also, I want to take a moment to say happy birthday to Bella over at Mystic Cafe in Fairhaven. She's uh, a big WBSM listener, and uh, so I wanted to just uh, take a moment to wish her happy birthday. So if you are looking for some, some of the best malasadas you'll ever have, you got to head on over to Mystic Cafe. But happy birthday, Bella. And uh, thanks, as always, for listening and for all your support. And uh, we are going to be taking a break here for the news in just a moment. When we come back on the other side, we'll be turning on the light with Jack Spillane of New Bedford Light. He's here with us now, and we will talk more with him and take your phone calls at 508-996-0500. Also remember that the first code of the day to try to win Trump's money is coming up in the next hour, and then we'll have one every hour. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.